The next time you're on Interstate 80, stop in and see the folks at the Iowa 80 Truck Stop at Exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. They're always open and ready to serve you. Enjoy a sit-down meal at the Iowa 80 Kitchen or grab a bite from one of their nine quick-serve restaurants. You'll love their clean restrooms, huge gift store, beautiful convenience store, and, of course, the Super Truck Showroom stocked with plenty of chrome, lights, and more. While you're there, don't forget to visit the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum next door. It's free. The entire team at the Iowa 80 is very excited to celebrate 60 years with you. They look forward to being your home away from home for another 60 years. Sending you a giant thank you from Iowa 80, the world's largest truck stop on I-80, exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. Iowa 80. It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. Hello and welcome. He is Gary McNamara. I'm Eric Harley as we begin a Monday. Gary, how are you? I don't know. Is it ever going to end? Is it ever going to end? The football season did. I don't uh, know what you're... Oh, that. Oh, my God. Yes. I got to tell you the funniest story. Very very quickly, very quickly, Mm -hmm. since you brought it up, uh, uh, congrats to Dallas. I'm sorry. uh, San Francisco. (laughs) And and the Buffalo... Oh. uh, San Francisco. And... uh, uh, Let me see. San Francisco, uh, Cincinnati, Philadelphia. Yeah. And Kansas City. Yeah, right, right there. Yeah, so, congrats yeah, uh, the, yeah. the the final four there. Yeah, congrats. Uh, I didn't see. You know, the funny thing is, I, I was uh, w- uh, winter rising. We're supposed to have a couple of cold days, so I was just uh, uh, cleaning out my my uh, my pool filters. I have a number of them uh, of all the leaves that have accumulated, just because I wanted the vacuum to be there because it's supposed to go below zero. Mm. And so when I below w- freezing, what I say zero. Okay, I always think I, I'm thinking zero uh, uh, zero Celsius. Which is? Did you grow up in Canada? I grew up right on the border of Canada. No. Yeah, so we say no. we say zero for freezing all the. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> we—that's when you grow up there. I mean, you. Well, talk like uh, an American. <laughs> American, uh, yeah. and and so uh, 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 I I came in the house, mm-hmm. looked on the TV, and it's like it's fourteen nothing. I flicked off the TV. I never saw a play, and mm-hmm. I went. And my thing is the reason I did it was. Especially a game, it was two to five central. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anybody knows my schedule, especially on a Sunday, that's the hardest time for me to sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't take a phone call mm-hmm. uh, after during the regular week. If I know I'm going to go to sleep like five thirty, I don't take a phone call after four. Everybody, mm-hmm. all of my friends know that because I can't get into any state of my mind working. I don't take phone calls at all from friends. All my friends yeah. know that. Yeah, so so I've always I've always done that. Just and so I just said nope, don't don't need it, uh, don't need the excitement. And so uh, eight went to sleep and woke up, and that's what I saw. So I haven't seen a play. I haven't seen anything from the game. Yeah, no, I uh, just saw the losers. Yeah, all the losers. Yeah, all I didn't the see any, that didn't I didn't, win. I didn't see any of the Dallas game either. So I, mm, you know, no, I, didn't I really either. didn't see any of the football over the weekend. To be honest no. with you, I just no, I didn't. I didn't care to working on my slow golf down game. and watch it. I, it's funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there visiting with my mom and dad, 
talking with my dad. And he says, well, how's work going? I said, oh, you know, really busy with all the things going on with Biden. And he looks over at me and goes, oh, is there something going on with Biden? And we both just busted out laughing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so funny. It was so hilarious. And, you know, it's this never-ending thing. I said early on, uh, and I said it since they found the last batch, which now isn't the last batch. Is there more to find? Well, no, there's nothing there there where there was something actually there, and there are more, maybe more places where uh, there are things there. Well, the there and the there were already searched, but the new there, the new there right. and the new there hadn't right. been searched yet. It's funny because... Uh, Four score and 20 theirs ago. Yeah. Uh, Andrew McCarthy did the piece on, uh, essentially, it's, it's, a, it's a very simple idea, and he's right. There's a reason why they pretty much had to let the authorities do this. Because with a special prosecutor assigned, you don't want the scenario of the Mar-a-Lago raid playing out at the right. president's home. Even though, just to, to be clear, this was not, he, he doesn't take effect until the end of January. The special counsel, this was right, Lau- this right. was but they, It's already this, been assigned yeah, right. and, and this, all of that. You don't want the DOJ right. coming up, which which is McCarthy's point. You don't want them coming up with a warrant right. and having to go through that. You don't want to say no, knowing they're going to get in if they want to get, if they right. want to get in, now, which clearly they did. Now, there was uh, two different stories. One that they, that they, that they, uh, uh, told you know that they basically it was the Biden administration that was inviting them in uh-huh. uh to do what we told them then invited them in mm-hmm. story from the wall street journal uh and even andrew mccarthy says differently right did they imply at least that that it was not oh no we want you to lead this it was not that it was well we can do this the easy way or the hard way as they would say on <laughs> law and order um and and that's how it played out and i can't tell you if it's over well no the cbs report says they're considering more searches of more properties right right. who knows where this will end (laughs) it just i'm telling you it really is i mean it's 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 insane because you would think and and here's the question you would think his personal attorneys would have gotten with him, oh, I don't know, around November 4th <laughs> and said, dude, you need to tell us anywhere there might be any of these documents so that we can flush this out all at once and get it behind us. Here it is from the Wall Street Journal. The search was done at the request of the Justice Department. Uh-huh. That's not what the Biden administration right. is saying. Right. Uh, which finally decided to act like it was a conducting an investigation. Justice had previously let Mr. Biden's aides and lawyers do the searching. Justice still allowed Biden's lawyers to be on hand for the search, a courtesy they did not extend when they raided Mar-a-Lago. And that's the whole point, too. You know, you had, uh, what, what is this now? Is this the fifth place they found? Yeah, the fifth place. So you had four times where they allowed just the attorneys to do it on their own, and finally the fifth time. Yeah, they gave that kind of courtesy to Trump, didn't they? Yeah, sure. We'll play the audio cut from coming up a little bit later on. Uh, 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 Representative Turner 
uh, Mike uh, Turner, the chairman of the House Intelligence uh, Committee, said <laughs> Biden's a serial classified document hoarder. Hmm. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, here's a question that came up, and I saw it in a Ted Cruz tweet yesterday. Hmm. He said he's never been able to ever see a top secret document unless you're you're in that, you know, the special room. What do they call it? The skiff room, I guess. Right, yeah. He's never been ever able to, never been able to take anything home. And they found stuff that came from when Joe Biden was a senator. How? So you could be talking classified material anywhere from the last 50 years. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, seriously. Yeah. It, and, and, and there could be an endless amount. If he felt that he could get away with that when he was a senator, then where don't you search? Every Amtrak car that has ever existed, <laughs> even the ones that are now out of service, you got to go to them. You know, I say that jokingly, but we're talking about Joe Biden. And and not about what his mental capacity might be at the moment, but what his arrogance and defiance has always been. When you just said that, did you read Rich Lowry's column then? No. Is that why you said that? Uh-uh. Classified document from Joe Biden's time as vice president were discovered at a popular Wilmington, Delaware ice cream shop this afternoon. <laughs> In an unusual series of events, a patron thought he had left his sunglasses. And when the employee rummaged through the lost and found bin kept in the supply closet, she discovered at the very bottom several documents marked top secret SCL. The shop... Sweet Lucille's on Union Street <laughs> notified local authorities who told the FBI of the discovery. I love it. The uh, White House issued a statement confirming that Biden had indeed frequented the shop over the years, but said the president has no recollection of ever taking or leaving sensitive documents there. And he takes the handling of classified documents very seriously. Uh-huh. Republicans seemed prepared to pounce on the latest discovery. <laughs> Bob Bauer, Biden's personal attorney, minimized the security threat, arguing that the supply closet was occasionally locked at night and the only people who had access to it were a constantly rotating cast of poorly played employees from the local high school. Uh In a detailing account, the Justice Department said the documents were found in a box together with five mismatched mittens, a cheetah beanie baby, (laughs) a dog chew toy, some car keys, and an Olaf-themed ski mask. The documents themselves were stained with what investigators believe may have been Rocky Road-flavored ice cream. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre. And you're, you're laughing already. I Referred all questions on the matter to the owner of Sweet Lucille's. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It is going to be a brutal Monday at the podium. Oh. Wow. Uh, And then the next one is where they found it on the train. That's the next one where he goes right right into finding it on the train. That's why I thought you were were referencing Rich Lowry's column, and I'm just, like, laughing. But the the fact is, it's funny because that's what they're doing. I mean, still, it's going to be, well, this was all inadvertent. Well, you can't make that case when they've been found... Six apparently in six different places. Oh, and the other thing is, they said you know, this was a key point, and I I forgot who pointed this out hmm. that six items were found. Now items could be folders, 
So they're saying that we're not talking boxes, right? We're not talking six pages or six top secrets. And they said, notice they said, didn't say pages. They said items. Items. They could be folders. They could be boxes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Exactly. You don't know. They could be U-Haul vans for all. I mean, as bad as this is going. 747 cargo (laughs) hold. Right. Well, one item. It's one item in that cargo hold. It's it's, uh, uh, the uh, shipping containers. It was uh, several shipping containers. My gosh, man. And and she was just horrible. I mean, she was just wasn't answering anything no, on on, no. on on Friday. And then uh, as uh, was pointed out, it's like, well, she lied again, or they, well, she either she lied or they're not telling her anything, mm-hmm. leaving her to just hang out there to dry. Well, okay, but but now that theory has to come into play, and the reason I say that is what I said about his attorneys early on. His attorneys should have been, because there was a, a six-week gap between the first batch found at University of Pennsylvania and and the second batch, which is the first one found at his home in Wilmington, which was somewhere uh, around December 20th. So, at but when you found those at the Wilmington home, if you're his personal attorney's you don't even sleep until you search every possible place. And, you know, the story was that the Washington Post was telling uh, last week that, well, they didn't even want to be forthcoming when on January 6th, CBS calls about, you know, the the documents. And then they did that story. uh, CBS aired their story on, on January 9th. But they... At that time, when they were talking to CBS, didn't say anything about the Wilmington, Delaware documents. Only those at the university office. So did they think they were going to slow roll this? They knew, no doubt, that they had a leak because CBS called them. They knew that it was getting out. Were they doing some kind of weird dye test at the time to find out how much was leaking out and how much would leak out or what people knew? I mean, okay, we'll tell them about they because they they clearly believed we can tell them about the University of Pennsylvania documents, but we don't have to tell them about the second documents, which were found back in December at that point. And so when you talk about that, you really have to consider because it was well over two weeks after the second batch of documents were found at, at Wilmington, Delaware. Well, now, I just wonder, did they think, well, you know, nobody will find out the entire... It, it's, this is just a not... This, I don't know that the Twitter files has had this many releases. Well, you know, when you when you look at the fact that the uh, attorneys were the one that searched all the places before the Friday... Right. Before the, the, the Friday search, mm-hmm. that they had gone through it, and, and apparently the Department of Justice was not satisfied with that. Does right. that mean that they go and search the other places? Did they, did they search the garage? Did they search the Penn Biden Center? Uh, uh, yet? I mean, where do they go? Yeah, here it is. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre misled reporters on Friday when she suggested President Joe Biden was visiting his beach home as usual mm. when, in fact, the Department of Justice was searching the other residents. You know, it's like, did they know that at that? Did they know that at that time? Mm. Well, because, you, and, you, it, and that's, and you have to ask the question, what's being told to who on the inside? Yeah. 
because his lawyers, if I was his personal attorney, I'd be conducting a search the moment you found those in November 4th, every single place you could, especially then, okay, after December 20th, you find some at the home in Delaware. Then it would be nonstop. My question is, how much is he cooperating and telling his own personal attorneys mm-hmm. just based on how what we're being told? 86690 Red Eye. Starting and charging system-related issues are one of the most common causes of winter breakdowns. So when your batteries talk, it's important you listen. Knowing the warning signs that could indicate your electrical system needs attention can help you avoid getting stuck out in the cold this winter. Your truck's inability to crank at the proper speed is the most obvious sign that a battery-related issue is present. If you experience any sluggishness when cranking your engine, get a full electrical system check from a trusted service provider. Continuing to crank a vehicle with low or inadequate voltage will damage the starter and can cost you uptime down the road. This report is a service of Shell Rotella. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690-RED-EYE. Uh, if you would like to uh, get in on the uh, the show today, man, we've got so much to uh, to uh, to talk about, too. It's a very busy day uh, ahead. Uh, coming up here on the show, if I can get to it here just momentarily, as I, as I go through all of my different windows here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, coming up... <laughs> On uh, the uh, the show today, of course, uh, more on the searches. Uh, Democrats jump on the California mass shooting before they know the facts. You mm-hmm. saw that already. Yeah, blaming you know bigotry and race. Right, not the case. We've said it before. They don't give a damn when people get killed. No, they didn't give a no, damn about COVID. They don't. All they care about is can we use it for our political advantage? Yep. And they show it day in and day out. If you don't know what the causes of a shooting. You don't give an explanation of what the shooting was about when the facts aren't out there. Right. You're simply taking advantage of people being killed for your own political narrative. Right. Which is a false narrative that we live in a racist society. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to that uh, uh, coming up. Uh, protect women's sports as a female uh, shot put uh, champion. We have an, just a great liberal circular firing squad uh, uh, update. It's the mayor of dc furious at biden because they're letting everybody work from home and she's saying the downtown is dying yeah well of course we can't you know we you you have you have to stop this uh the debt ceiling don't have to spend a lot of time on it because we've gone over this over and over again about what the democrats will do and where the american public stands Mm -hmm. and and when it comes down to it democrats believe that the people of this country say well we care about the debt uh and we care about the deficit but we don't want any cutting if we can't raise the debt limit. That's, right. You know, right, the public right. has always, uh, well, at least recently over the last 20 years that I've been covering it, 20, 30 years, always blames when the Republicans say, nope, we're not going to raise the debt ceiling unless we get uh, some spending cuts because it's insane what we're doing. The Democrats say no. And the public that says we don't like debt and debt is wrong and we shouldn't be doing this 
always at that point say, well, no, but it's just important where, you know, we really don't need the spending cuts here. And mm-hmm. it, that's where it goes. And right. it's, it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's a shame. Uh, uh, uh awards, uh, ceremony, not actually uh, an awards, uh, uh, the Brit Awards, the mm. uh, the uh, Brit Awards mm. went uh, gender neutral and uh, no women were nominated. Well, congratulations. The Brit Entertainment Awards went gender neutral and now they're complaining. But we went gender neutral. It was supposed to be men and women. There's no women in here. Oh, this oh. is just the greatest. <laughs> The IRS, the world's most aggressive collection agency. They can seize your property, bank account, and garnish your wages. They cause sleep... The fourth branch of government, Eric Harley and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 uh, Red Eye. All right, audio cuts. Uh, let's right. go to uh, Face a Nation uh, GOP Representative Mike Turner, uh, Chairman of the uh, House Intelligence uh, Committee on Face a Nation uh, yesterday. Do you have any facts to back up your, your allegations that he was hoarding things in terms of intention to take classified material versus it's been characterized that it was somehow accidental? Do you have any insight into what these materials were? Well, they didn't fly to his home without him. They went on a train with him from the, the, his Senate offices and then in boxes that he was in, in charge of. The chain of custody here is going to be important because we know that these were in Joe Biden's hands and Joe Biden's control. And then it ended up behind his Corvette in his garage and in his office that he did not control and also throughout his house. And mm-hmm. so the, the, the special counsel is going to have to deal with the issue of what was the chain of custody? Who had these? Why did he take them to begin with? When did he get them? Yeah. When was he handed these documents? And what did he do with them? And this is a real critical question to all this. Why did he have these documents to begin with? And that is yeah. why the special counsel's work is going to be really important, because I can think of no reason why the president should have taken home as, as a senator or as vice president any classified documents um, that that clearly yes. have no protection they're available and open to anybody you and that's that's the problem that that uh, and this was pointed out early and as we mentioned Jonathan Turley said this very early on and that's and that was like I think after um after the 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 garage and then the first set of documents was found mm. uh, the no the uh the set of documents was found in the library that was before they found more that right. was that was like we were up to two at that particular point or no we were up to 3 3 at yeah. that yeah we were up yeah. to 3 at that point because that's the point where he said okay you have documents that have been divided mm-hmm. and it seems like many in the media don't understand the fact that when you have you know when you have documents and this is the other thing too were they all in folders or were they separated were there sheets laying around because this is this is one of the keys that that uh you and I haven't discussed yet today, but we have discussed it before, but this even adds to it. If the lawyers went in and the lawyers were not able to find all the documents 
And then the FBI went in, the Department of Justice went in, and they found six more items in the Wilmington house. Does that mean, because clearly, and this has been pointed out, that if it's in the folder, if it were supposed to be marked top secret, they're not supposed to be out of the folder. Right. Well, then it's easy to see. The markings are absolutely clear. And so does this mean that these items that were found were not in a folder, were just laying around? At that point, you look at this and you say, this is not inadvertent, which is what the president's major defense is, because they were first separated. They're, they're, you know, they're uh, in the garage, at the Penn Center, in the Wilmington home, mm-hmm. and in different parts of the home. And were they all not in folders? Were they separated? But they were... They were separated, then divided when right. they got to a particular place like the Wilmington home. Some here, some here, some here. That doesn't happen by accident. That's well, the point. It it doesn't. And how is it that his personal attorneys didn't find this newest batch? Because they because they were sheets of paper and not in a folder? That they were the top secret documents outside the folder? I always have a a process I call corner to corner. If I'm looking for something in my house that's lost, and it's always my car keys. <laughs> <laughs> no, anything that's lost, corner to corner. Everybody stop. We're going to grid this thing out. I may or may not have learned that from my dad. Um, and we're going to start, and we're and we're going to go through. Every possible, inevitably, by the way, when you have grandkids, something, somebody's gift gets lost on Christmas Day. You know, they come over, they they open their gifts, and something, you know, gets lost. Actually, this year, uh, it wasn't a a gift. It was the remote control. And my granddaughter was freaking out about it because she thought I would freak out about it. And I said, honey, I don't watch that much TV. I really don't care. But we found it, and we, we did a grid search. Well, there's only so much space in any dwelling, in any building. And when they found those documents December uh, 20th, the first batch that they found at Wilmington, why did they stop? At that point, you would go corner to corner. And I mean the, the, the top corner down to the bottom corner. And you work every single square inch of that home. There are only two possibilities. Those documents were found by his lawyers. They knew they were there. And they were waiting for the DOJ or somebody else to say, hey, hand them over. And and, and if they didn't, they weren't going to hand them over. Or he shut out his own lawyers and said, no, you're done searching here. Uh, you search the whole house, be done. I'm not going to have this going on in my house. The The big question is how, as a senator, was he able to take top secret documents? Right. And that's the one thing. That no, Ted, I think that, the chain that, of custody on, on, right. on that whole thing is is where did that begin? Because now it, it really has me curious about the, the, the nature of those documents. 
And and again, the process. How is it that the National Archives, now we're not talking about six years. Now we're talking who knows how long. Because he was a senator forever. And so how in the world did that happen? And how is it that they don't know those documents are there? I it's just to me mind boggling. Yeah, and you know the the uh the We're going back fifteen years at least. At 14, least fifteen years. At least. At least. Yep. So you know, there was a, a more a chatter on, on social media over the weekend. Well, see, this uh, proves my theory right. And not me, but I mean, someone was posting that it proves their theory right that the whole thing with Mar-a-Lago was a setup. They had to make that a big deal because they knew they were about to find a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. with, with Biden. Now, I can't tell you if that's true or not, but at this point, discounting that theory is something I can't do. do. Right. I mean, this is insane. And and why can't we do it? Because of what we know, how many people knew the lie that Trump colluded with the Russians to hack the election was a complete lie. We're no evidence to back it up at all. Yet that went through the Department of Justice and they stuck stuck with that. And then the uh, Mueller report and everything else. And they knew there was nothing. And, and And they knew they, you know, they suspected that it was all garbage right. to begin with, right. and they didn't do anything. They didn't do. They didn't do anything uh, uh, on that uh, until really the Durham Durham report came out, and Durham discovered it, and Durham did it. It never came out, and somebody in the Department of Justice knew that Hillary Clinton was behind it, right? Before Durham, right. somebody knew it, right? And so you look at it, and you go, "They're all corrupt." So normally we, you know, you might say, "Well, it's cons- well, sorry, they earned, they earned the conspiracy theory allegation because of what they've done." Well, and you know, this is it. Great suspicion, yeah, is applied to this because now let's think about this. You know uh, what what we learned over the weekend. If it's true that authorities came to Biden and said, "Hey," We want to do a search. Now, there's a couple of reasons that might have happened, right? That Garland didn't want egg on his face, uh, uh, more egg on his face. If he was ever asked the question, did you guys ever conduct a search, ever conduct a search? Because what we were told before this uh, weekend uh, news was that they showed up to transport the documents, but they never actually led the search. Investigators never actually led the search. So was that something as simple as Merrick Garland going, look, we've, we're going to have to do a search ourselves of the Delaware home. We're going to have to get access to that so that we can answer the question and say, we did this. And then the special prosecutor can go on and do his job and he can have everything knowing that we did our search. Or, even though just to be technical, it was apparently Lausch who started the original investigation that was appointed back in November by 
Merrick Garland. Who, who, he is he is that's the a one, great point. He is the one that that Be, uh, initiated because, this search. Apparently. And and that's even what the Washington Post basically was saying is that you know it it they implied through their story last week that there was this unsaid uh, uh, understanding between Department of Justice and the Biden camp that, you know, that they weren't going to say anything. And then, of course, you know, CBS gets curious and everything else. And Lausch comes out on January 4th and says, look, you need to get a special prosecutor. Because apparently Lausch was really uncomfortable with everything that was going on. Exactly. And I'm telling you, would you have not been uncomfortable? You got to the point of of where you were Friday and you're saying to yourself, we've never gone in and done that. We've trusted the president's lawyers whose only goal is to protect the president to do this. I'm sure you had investigators inside like Lausch from Chicago's, you know, or, or whatever. Somebody inside there's going, you can't do this. The perception is horrible. Right. You're we letting ha- you're, we you're have le- to have we have to have on our records at some point. A thorough search of the Wilmington home. Well, you know, they they asked uh, the uh, one of the president's spokespersons, I can't think of his name, Ian Sams, I guess, mm. asked him, well, did they search the beach home? He goes, uh, we won't. We're not going to talk about that. Uh-huh. So they might have done more searches. Well, and, 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 and the CBS story says they plan, you know, they're they're now considering to do more searches. Well, you've got to go over if you just if duh, you're an investigator, you've trusted the pre- you've you've trusted the the suspects lawyers. To do your investigative work for you, you find out it's flawed when you go in and do it. Well, of course, you've got to go back and do everything else. Right. No, you're going to have to. And that includes all of his properties. Because I think to myself, oh, Camp David. Well, Camp David, really, that's not a Biden property. That's, you know, that's something that essentially belongs to the government. So that wouldn't make sense that he would have them. Even though I can't tell you he doesn't, he didn't leave them there. But the, the point. Uh, is a, a valid point when they say, well, we're not going to get into that. The If they had searched it and been done, the beach house, they would have said, yes, it was thoroughly searched as well. Nothing was found. Which tells us with that answer that it either hasn't been searched yet, you know, or they're not going to talk about they're going to wait, and I don't know why you would keep this thing rolling. I don't know why you would delay anything. It, maybe it was again about okay, we've we we are working with Biden to get access to it because again, this isn't a warrant. They don't want a warrant. They don't want the FBI thing uh, playing out with a with a sitting president where there a warrant is being served. So they're having to negotiate to get access here. And it's quite possible they're still negotiating on the beach house. My- and, and we don't know if they've gotten access to everything that they want to get to in Wilmington. We don't know that because they cut a deal. What was the deal? What was the deal? Right. Because and- when you're talking about top secret, the Department of Justice should say, look, we got burned with you guys. We will search every place. No, you can't. You can't search this. You can't search that. Sorry, we search. Why? Because we found them now in multiple places. Yep. And, and now we found some that, you know, that we, that, that when you were in the Senate. Yep. And, and so sorry, we search everywhere now. Right. That's what you have to do if you're talking about top secrets. Right. 866 90 Red Eye. 
We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE, uh, if you want to get in. Coming up uh, on the show, more uh, audio yesterday uh, from uh, from Democrats and, and more on uh, the uh, the Biden, uh, what, do they, what do they call it, uh, Car-a-Lago. <laughs> yeah, right. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. all right. Car-a-Lago. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, it's they don't know where to go. Democrats don't know where to go with this. And, well, and again, it keeps going back to Obama stating never underestimate the ability of joe biden to f things up and it just keeps going keeps further, getting worse further and further and further it's just getting worse by the day top of the hour news is brought to you by house products visit houseproducts.com this is red eye radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, 866-90-RED-EYE. He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Hi, good morning. Download our app today. Listen when and where you want if you can't listen live overnight. All right, let's go down memory lane, all right? Okay. A little bit down memory lane. The, the search is clearly complete. They completed uh, the, uh, uh, the search. The search is complete. Uh, he is confident in this process. You should assume that it's been completed, yes. After the search concluded last night, that search was completed last <laughs> And that was, well, uh, that was the House the first time, just so you know. Now, she didn't say a thorough search was completed. She just <laughs> said that their search was completed. The search. Yeah, the search was the completed. Search. So, the search could mean anything. Well, they did the search. Did you, this, because this is the problem with this administration. Did you actually, did they search every square inch of the house? Because either they did and they're grossly incompetent of finding things, or they lied. One of the two. I can't wait to see what the... Remember, she's not going to answer any more questions on it mm-hmm. <laughs> as of Friday. Let, let's go to... Uh, this is uh, this week. All right. And uh, uh, Democratic Senator Chris Coons being asked questions on this. But how can he say he takes classified material seriously when some of what was found may have been in his home for more than a decade and he seemingly had no idea? Well, the important point there, Martha, is that he had no idea. Um, as you know. <laughs> okay. I don't have to go any further than no, that. Well, well like, no, I mean, that's... You know, this is Martha Raddatz giving giving the president cover. You know, seemingly had no idea. 
Sorry, I don't buy that. Well. Now, there are things that he is in moments where he is clearly unaware. Those documents didn't just happen there. Well, listen to this, though. Here's Martha again doing the poll, the -hmm. latest poll they have taken. All right. Right. Here we go. Our most recent uh, ABC News Ipsos poll says 64 percent of those in the latest poll. And that was before this latest discovery believed he acted inappropriately. That's the third poll now that's 60 percent or over. And Mm -hmm. and so you're heading out to two thirds of Americans that are saying, eh. The White House is lying. This wasn't done inadvertently mm-hmm. because right. he handled classified documents inappropriately. Well, and, and what yeah. they're trying to say is, no, he didn't because he didn't know anything about it. Well, then who's who in the world? Then, by the way, that's more of a worry that Think somebody else that. did it, right? And if, he's not aware of it. If they're saying the former vice president, the former vice president, now president of the United States, have no idea why all of these. Top secret documents are being found all over the place at the Penn Biden Center, in his garage, in his house. Then somebody else is moving those top secret documents around without the president's knowledge. Who could possibly be doing that by saying he didn't know about it? He's basically pointing the finger at Hunter. Is he not? Who else would do it? Who else would do it? And I'm thinking to myself over the weekend, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is making it worse because they're saying, hey, I didn't know anything about it. I had no idea. No idea. Well, then who did? Who Who in your family? Right. Who in your family has possession of these top secret documents and knew they were there and have been moving them around your property? Right. I mean, it's just I mean, this is and and this is the the problem with this. You know, they were inadvertently placed their excuse, which for us didn't fly from the beginning but it is that very point of his lawyers and then jean pierre saying no it's over we we've searched everywhere everything's done no more documents and then the department of justice officials actually finding something after they said that This could have been handled from the beginning. This could have been handled. We're going to call the Department of Justice and the National Archives and let them work between the two and determine how the search is going to be conducted. We make the phone call and we stand aside. We let them take the lead. But that can't happen with Joe Biden. Yes, I understand, and I'm not trying to oversimplify the fact that it's a sitting president. But all the more reason, in fact, I would argue, to do just that. Because you're a sitting president, you don't want to touch. I had no idea that they were there. And we let Department of Justice and the National Archives take the lead on the search. And to be thorough, to make sure that they searched anywhere that these documents could be, to make sure that they... Their curiosity is satisfied and the process is followed. Full stop. But that wasn't ever going to happen to the point that his lawyers or his whoever, I don't know who's telling who what, 
honestly, but we're led to believe that everything's done. Every place has been searched. It's over. They, thir- they It was a thorough search. And everything is done and no problem here. And Department of Justice finds more. Uh, this is going to MSNBC. And Biden spokesperson Ian Sam's being interviewed. Here we go. And so, Ian, my, my question is again, because some of these papers are found um, that are related to um, the president's tenure as vice president, and even going back to his 36 years in, in the United States Senate, a lot of people are wondering how is that possible? There are rules in place for the handling of classified documents. So, how is he in this situation? Well, I think you heard the president's lawyers speak to this exact fact, and you heard the president speak to this fact. You know, he was made aware of this by his lawyers, and I think that there's a really important distinction here. You know, he is proactively cooperating here because he takes it seriously. He <laughs> Not answering the question, of course. No. He didn't ask the question no. about he said, how could he possibly have all of those top secret documents that long? Uh, I think I do have to find the one where Chris Coons basically said, well, the American people really don't, they're not losing sleep over this. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, Biden certainly isn't losing sleep over it. It's, it is, it really is insane. And now I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for them this week to come out and say, yeah, we found more at the beach house. There's, yeah. It turns out the wallpaper at the beach house is made purely of top secret documents. <laughs> I mean, it just, we, who knew? We didn't, it, we, we, we didn't even look up. When did it happen on Saturday? Because I remember, I forgot what I was doing doing something, but I had to stop whatever I was doing and make sure that I texted you. <laughs> yeah. When they found him, I was like, I saw the breaking news. I think it was New York Post. I can't remember where I was or what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just, actually reading the story, and I saw the notification that I had yeah. a text coming in. I thought, that has to be Gary. Cause it was, <laughs> yeah, because it, it was just released, and yeah. I just happened to be on my phone. I was doing something. I can't remember what I was doing, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm telling you, the weekend's just a blur. But uh, it was like, Wow. 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 Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're just yeah. like, I mean, because there's so many possibilities in this, uh, in, in this now, and there's no way that they can justify it. Every time they say, and the, the polling shows that three different polls now, as we've shown this quickly, show the vast majority of Americans and half or more of Democrats believe that Biden acted inappropriately. So every time they continue to lie on this and say it was inadvertent, 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 inadvertent. You, you can't or or he's we're being transparent with the Department of Justice. That's not the point. Well, and that's it. You know, you you look at it because. My question would be, did his lawyers lie to investigators? At any point. Were they asked by investigators, did you search the entire house? Yes. Well, Did you find anything? And, no. And then they go in and find something. Well, you know why you ask that question? You, I mean, that's a legit question to ask because you say, hmm, they found documents. But then when the Department of Justice went in, 
they found more documents, items as they're referred to, which means, mm-hmm. you know, because they said six items, which means it could be 50 documents. You don't know. Right. Uh, and they went in and then they said they found documents going all the way back to when he was senator. Well, that raises a whole different question. I mean, that amplifies this entire thing because yeah. immediately you had Republican senators coming out and stating how. Right. We've never been a- ever been able to take any uh, top secret documents out of the top secret room. Right. We can't walk around with top secret documents. We can't even walk around the Capitol with top secret documents or our office. You go into that room, you look at them, and then you leave. How in the world did he ever get top secret classified documents to his house from his time as being senator? That that amplified. And so you look at it and you go, well, that amplified it a lot worse. Did somebody hide that? You have to ask that question. Well, now. and and you bring into the entire equation the Hunter Biden thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would the motivation be? For then senator to do something that he knows you can't do. This is no longer about. And by the way, he was a he was a vice president. We have to restate that fact. He wasn't an outgoing president, but a vice president. So he took documents then, and apparently took documents from when he was a senator. senator. What would the motivation be? What in the world would the motivation be? And you, I mean, there is no, there is no easy way to make this thing fall out. And it, because you look at the CBS thing. So CBS calls January 6th. Hey, do you wish to comment? Then they run with their story a few days later on the night. They weren't told about the second batch that had already been found in December at Wilmington. They didn't report that. They weren't told about that. So the Biden camp was basically believing that they didn't have to, that they could get away with it, that whoever their leaker was going to be or was at that time did not have the knowledge of that part of it, only the University of Pennsylvania documents. So they could get away. The point is they could get away with not telling the whole story, not being completely transparent, And then we're told in recent days, no, the search is done. It's complete. You just heard her. The search is complete. The search is complete. The search is complete. But it wasn't, which tells you, because here's the thing. And that was a week ago Friday. Yeah. If you you pointed something out last week, look, if I'm his attorneys, I want everything on the up and up because I don't want anything falling on me. I would want the Department of Justice taking the lead so that nothing fell on me. Yeah. That's... And so now this goes to your theory as to why you would do that and call the DOJ and say, you guys take it from here. We're going to be in communication with you, but we don't want to take the lead on this. We know it's a sitting president, but we want to make sure that this doesn't fall on us. And here we are. Right, because attorney-client privilege does not uh, does not take place if you're part of the conspiracy right you lose that and if they if they broke the you know if they broke uh the law 
uh, also during the investigation at any point, like lying to investigators. Obstruction that's, of justice. That is, on, that is on them as well. So you wouldn't want that. But they believed because I, I'm, if it is true that the lawyers searched the house, well, they, they had those six other items, whatever they are, and they didn't tell anybody. 86690 Red Eye. Hi, I'm Jen Loomis, a transport safety expert at JJ Keller, and I'm here to share a tip on winter weather driving. Before you even head out onto slippery roads or snowy conditions, you need to make sure your vehicle is ready to go. Some equipment is especially important when driving in winter. Ensure that the heater and defroster are working properly and that all exhaust system connections are secure. A loose connection could cause carbon monoxide to leak into the vehicle. Check to see that the cooling system is full and there is enough antifreeze. It's recommended that you use an antifreeze that is rated for negative 25 degrees Fahrenheit. Confirm that all lights are working properly and that they're clear of snow, ice, and dirt. Check to make sure the wiper blades are in good condition and that you have enough washer fluid in the reservoir. It's also important to use washer fluid that is rated for cold temperatures. Finally, check that battery cables are firmly connected and are not corroded. This tip was brought to you by J.J. Keller and Associates. Visit us at jjkeller.com. This report is brought to you by Pilot Flying J and by Shell Rotella. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Let's talk to Phil in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Phil, welcome here on Red Eye Radio. Hi, Phil. Hey, look, at this point, uh, I was going to say 10 years, but you just mentioned that uh, Joe Biden had classified documents back when he was a senator. So that means 20 years. We need to we really need to do a forensic examination of all Joe Biden's activities starting from 20 years back. Every congressional uh, committee he was on, every uh, college uh, organization that he sent documents to doing a forensic examination of his finances, of his movements, because he is absolutely incapable of remembering all this information. And this is the security of the United States we're talking about. We, we obviously have a massive security violation here, and we need to get all these organizations that are attacking American citizens to, to refocus themselves on trying to plug this hole that Joe Biden has blown in the United States government. I don't know how you argue against your point, Phil. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to play devil's advocate here, and I can't because they've been found now uh, in in the three different three different places, and they seem to be carelessly strewn about. And so, yeah, I mean, what and, – and they've been at his personal residences, right. at the Penn Biden Center. Right. You know, where else could they – you know, where else could they possibly be? Thanks, Phil. And so you have to do you have to retrace? No, I mean, and again, the nature of the documents. All of this has to be thoroughly explored. Man, every week. You know, I joked about how the Republicans have, you know, right now only two years to cover the whole Hunter thing. 
Well, my gosh, that was so two weeks ago. Now, I because you got to fold all this into one, and I don't know if two years is going to be near enough time to get to the bottom of all of this mess. Well, this if if the White House says nothing, this thing just sits there. If they keep finding more, then we're not going to talk about it. And as you just mentioned, special counsel could take two years to do it. The right. only thing that will be going on at this same time, though, is the Republicans in the House are going to be investigating it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, right. is that I don't know that the Republicans have enough time. Two years isn't going to be enough time to get to all of this. Especially if we learn more and more and more and more. What a mess. The IRS, the world's most aggressive collector. So good, you know you want to listen again with our podcast. Available on our app and at RedEyeRadioShow.com. And he's Eric Carlin, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Okay, i got to play this. Okay. Not that we're going to spend right. a lot of time on it, but I right. just right. want to play this uh, Kamala Harris. The VP giving a speech on abortion. Okay. What does she leave out of the Declaration of Independence here? Yeah. Are you ready? Because okay. she uses the Declaration of Independence to justify her stance on abortion. All right, here we go. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. What did she oh, forget? There, hold on. There's something. I mean, and, oh, with, no, no, and no, no. On the abortion it's, issue, oh, it could be. This oh, could be important. Oh. Uh, oh, oh. You know, you know. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Wait. See, those right. of us who are against abortion are pro something. We're pro. Oh, hold on. I'll get it. I'll think of it in a second. Oh, uh, you know what? It's going to take me all of my something life about to think ex- of this word. Something about existence, right? Yeah, it, it, it would take me all of my life to think of this word. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Something that liberals want to get rid of yeah. in order to save the planet. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, life. Oh, life. Yes. Life. Yes, life. Oh, oh my God. Dude, was that ad lib or did somebody actually write that? Was she reading that off the teleprompter, or you know, did somebody add, honestly, or, or, or or did was that ad lib? Because you I think that was bad lib. <laughs> I like that. Bad. Oh, we're going to use that from now on. Yeah, bad lib. Bad lib. That was bad lib. When making, Biden, making it up as you go along. Yeah, that's you know it's uh, no excuses. Bad lib. That's bad what lib. we're going to call from now on. Bad yeah. lib. Bad lib. It's. We're using that. For, I'm using that. From well, now on. I mean, I like that if we can, and and you know, if we can just leave words out, you know. But there's lots that they want to leave out. Oh my God, that was just beautiful. I mean, just like I'm like, you gotta be kidding. You me. know, the pursuit of you know, yada yada yada, and and happiness. <laughs> we talk 
Well, the you Constitution guarantees uh, uh, pursuit of happiness. <laughs> okay. What about liberty here's, and life? No, here, we're not, we're here's the question. Those. Here's the question. Did she start to bring that up and then realize, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's, it, it I says, can't. It's actually, it, it actually says life. Well, I can't, when, def- when I can't defend abortion. When I'm talking abortion. about the opposite of it. I, at what, oh, oh. What do I do? And we believe in killing a child because under the Declaration of Independence, you have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what's worse. If she had included the word life or the fact that she She, left it out. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't exactly. Well, it's the fa- it's better that she left it out to make the point because she obviously ignored something that most people understand. Yeah. And when you find out she's talking about abortion and leave that part out, <laughs> it's like, oh, she left that part out because she can't say life because she be- in order to keep life out of it, she believes you're killing a life. Right. Otherwise, she could no, say it. You're, you're absolutely right. By not saying it, you're yeah. acknowledging it's a life. Yep. Oh, man. Wow. But she still didn't have as bad of a weekend as Biden did. No. <laughs> it's, you know, I was telling you, uh, there's, you know, this story going around. That Ron Klain, oh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, chief of staff at the White House, is going to be leaving. <laughs> that story's been out there a couple of weeks. He's going to be leaving after the State of the Union. And over the weekend, it was that Jeff Zients would be his replacement. And he's a guy, he's a holdover from, uh, well, not a holdover. I don't know that he had any role during the Trump administration. But Obama administration, uh, he he was uh, director of economic uh, council and... and uh, uh, he was the, at one time, acting director of the uh, OMB, the Office of Management and Budget. Um, and then he was the COVID czar. Yeah, COVID exactly. Under, uh, under Biden. Biden. And, and now the, the uh, rumor is, is a very strong rumor by, I don't know how many sources I saw over the weekend, that Jeff Science would be, after uh, Ron Klain leaves next month, Jeff Science would be stepping in as, as chief of staff. And I said during the break, well, the good news is, uh, you know, there's nothing going on. There's there's no mess to clean up. Oh, my God. I like when you, no, I like when you said that if any question comes up about yeah. what's going on with the top secret documents, go, well, you can ask Ron Klain. Well, I wasn't here. That would be a, right. a question for Ron, Ron Klain. Klain. Right. Exactly. I wasn't here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, well, because I'm waiting for Corrine Jean-Pierre to say, I wasn't at the house. When, when are they going to fire her? When is she going to just quit? When is she just going to walk out and go, you know what? I I, I have to ask this I'm question. Yeah. Do they see a problem with her? Does Biden see a problem with her? Are they bringing in Zines in order to clear house? Well, okay. Okay. All right. Now we'll widen this up. Let's let let's Let's now widen this out completely. What, how better to, to 
mitigate everything, walk through the landmines that, that, that are in place, than to bring in somebody who doesn't know anything about the job and has to read answers and struggles even to do that. You bring in somebody who's totally clueless, which she is. They have the ability to find somebody that can do that job. And I mean, do that job in, in that they, they're still going to do the spin, but they don't have to look down at a book. Well, right. I mean, obvious from day one, everybody's been laughing at her because of the, the, the book, the binder, the book of answers, as we call it. I mean, she looks terrible. She looks completely unprofessional. It's 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 as if uh, seriously, as I said, this is something that you would see in junior high, right? You know, it's almost like I don't know what the answer is, so I'm 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 looking for it here in my cliff notes. Where is it? It's got to right. be. So I actually didn't see. I I didn't read the book. Where is it here? Let me just go through. It, it's, well, she tells the NPR reporter last week. You know, she's because they're asking her. Well, when did you you know learn about this? Well, I learned about it from listening to your report. <laughs> I'm learning about all this as I go along. I'm still learning the right. job. And we know that the president knew in November. So the president didn't tell Corrine Jean-Pierre. Right. We talked about that last week. Right. Know, that, that whole point that he, he didn't tell her. Nobody told her. The White House kept it secret, even from the White House staff. I'm, I'm here's, just, here's huh, one. Huh. Is Klain, we can speculate here because they're all lying. Mm. Did Klain quit because Biden didn't tell him? I think you have to consider that. That actually was one of the questions in my mind. Why is Ron Klain leaving now? Because this is a storm and you don't leave during the storm. And the, the, the story that's out there includes, well, Ron Klain will stay on to help the during the transition and blah. No, he's getting out. Why? And he's getting out as the Republicans come in and shed light on a number of things. And this whole thing, this document thing is getting worse. Do you leave during the storm or do you leave during the quiet time of the year? Is there ever going to be a quiet time of the year for Joe Biden for the rest of his presidency? No, there probably won't be. I'm thinking about, look, the State of the Union in a couple of weeks. This isn't going away. You're not going to have any answers. Right. And and he's going to completely ignore it in the State of the Union. And right. that's going to be the only question that reporters will still have because reporters are getting sick and tired of the administration, first off, not being able to come up with a spin they could use right. and then lying to them. Right. Over and over and over. over the search is complete. The search is complete. The search is complete. The search is complete. Oh, more documents. And and so it was inevitable that over the weekend that the question was going to be, okay, has the beach house been searched? Not going to comment on that. Maybe that's why you're getting Martha Raddatz doing her Elizabeth Warren whining yeah. at Democrats now because right. she feels she's gotten burned over and over again. Right. And... 
you go out of your way to create cover for a guy you can't create cover for. Obama's sitting back going, I told you. And the pictures over the last couple of days of, you know, showing the the box of documents in the garage with oh, the garage man. door open. Oh, my I'm gosh, like, yes. Wow. Yeah. It's just, it just, and it keeps just every single day. And the public isn't buying it. The, the polls show. I mean, that's the, the real problem is the polls are showing America doesn't believe them and Democrats don't believe them and they know it's a problem. And they're saying it's not a problem because he had no idea that they were there. Well, then who did? Right. No, as you bring up, that's a bigger problem. That's a big, yeah. Don't yeah. use that excuse. That's a bad excuse. And by the way, it, it, it does make you wonder if, if because if, if Ron Klain, as chief of staff, is saying, I can't do this job because I'm not being told everything. I've got to be able to manage everybody, everybody on staff, starting with Corrine Jean-Pierre. And I can't do that if I'm not being told everything. Or... It's so big, I am being told everything, and it's so big, there's absolutely no way I'm going to stay for the fallout. But I, I really have to wonder how much is being told and to who. Well, it's so, it's so big because it's not just about the, tops, the, the top secret material. It's about the fact that they were found yes, at the right. Biden Penn Center and the Chinese and, and the dark money, the tens of millions of dollars of anonymous Chinese donations coming in there. And then Hunter Biden living and renting, you know, his parents' house for a significant period of time when those top secret documents were there. Right. You, I, I mean, it's like you... It keeps getting worse and worse and worse. You know, bringing those two scandals together. Right. Putting the question in reporters' minds and in Republicans' minds, are they all related? Well, and and that's, you know, my first question with Jean-Pierre today would be, you said the search was complete. It clearly was not complete or somebody was lying. You're lying to us or somebody is lying to you. You're not being told the truth. Somebody here is lying. Or you want us to believe that his attorneys who were leading the search before are grossly incompetent. So it's one of those. 86690 Red Eye. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. Earn personalized savings on commercial truck insurance with Smart Hall from Progressive Insurance. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carly, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690-RED-EYE. Coming up following the top of the hour, uh, how uh, what happened over the weekend uh, took uh, the uh, liberals' last 
uh, justification and or excuse that they were using mm. and blew it right out of the water, which was right. like, oh, the number. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the, but the number of documents found, uh, remember in, yeah, in Trump right, was, was right. greater than the number of documents. Mm-hmm. That question was actually asked to one of the spokespeople who would not answer it, really did not answer the question, changed the topic on it. So we'll get to, uh, that plus, uh, so much else, uh, is, uh, going on that we, uh, want to, uh, to, uh, to cover here, uh, including the, the shooting in California and how Democrats mm-hmm. just jumped on that immediately without the facts. Right. And, you know, blamed racism for it. And mm-hmm. they know the suspect was, you know, right. they know this was not a racial shooting. Right. And and so they jumped on it immediately and talked about bigotry and racism and everything else that had nothing to do with it. And again, we've talked about this before, how they will just jump on something without knowing it to take advantage of people dying. They'll say, hey, we don't even know what the facts are. Let's Let's use our narrative here. They do it consistently when these things happen right. over and over again. They don't care about the lives lost. All they care is, is it's an opportunity that we can use to further our false agenda. And that's exactly yep. what they tried to do. Yep. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Curley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690-RED-EYE. Good morning. Welcome. Download our Red-Eye Radio app today and listen when you want and where you want if you can't listen live overnight. All right, here's the audio cut I want to play because it really takes the last excuse. I mean, I've got a, I've played a ton of cuts already. We've played mm-hmm. a ton from MSNBC already mm-hmm. questioning what's going on because Every single excuse they used in the beginning is going away. They can't use it anymore. They can't use it anymore. They can't use it anymore. And one of the last things that the left was hanging on to was the number of documents. Well, that started weakening, well, really over a week ago when we started finding out they're being found in more places than just one. Yeah. And now uh, when it comes to it, even the White House will not defend it or say how many Top secret documents have been found. This was on MSNBC. Uh, Biden spokesperson Ian Sam's being interviewed. Can you give us a sense of how many classified documents we are now talking about total across all three locations? Sure, it's a good question. And, and actually, the answer to it is a little bit complicated because of this point that I'm making about the integrity of an ongoing Justice Department investigation. The Justice Department is going to be looking at all sorts of questions like that throughout their investigation. We want to be very, very careful. Okay, so he's not going to answer it. Exactly. That's a good question. Yeah. And let me not answer that. Uh, uh, and, and, and a point that they were making uh, just uh, about 10 days ago that, mm. oh, uh, there's a lot less than, than uh, as we know, the talking points went on, a lot less than, than Trump and <laughs> MSNBC even to this weekend trying to hang on to some thread 
mm-hmm. of a comparison. Yeah. Yet that's all gone. The comparison is gone. Trump is not relevant in this discussion anymore. This is Biden. Right. And as you and I discussed before, even early on, the the problem, there's a multi-layered problem here. Number one, with the Trump, with the Trump uh, 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 classified information, he was quickly moving from the offices to Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Everything was in one place. Mm-hmm. When they asked him to store it securely, he did. The Secret Service was constantly there at right. Mar-a-Lago. Right. Security was there. It was in one place. The Really, the numbers were, and we said, the numbers don't mean anything. But all it means is it was there's classified information. We said this from the very, very beginning. But then when it when it got um, uh, when it expanded and we found that uh, they were found in different places. And then it looks like that even from the folders, top secret folders, they were separated. Now, with the latest one, clearly, it seems like there was a separation in there, plus Biden claiming he has no idea of any of these things, which means if he has no idea of top secret materials, then someone else in his house, someone else in his family is the one that put him there. Right. And separated them? Did right. they separate right. them from the batch in the garage? <clears throat> what were they doing with them? And that's that's the problem, because did Jill do this? No. She's a doctor. She wouldn't right. do that. I, Jill probably. Well, who else might have done something? Who else do we have left? It has to be a family member. So mm. we have always said that, you know, Biden saying, I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea how all of these top secret uh, materials got everywhere where Hunter was. Yeah. I got no clue. I have no idea. And no no idea why Hunter would have looked in. Well, I met some idea if. If if the top secret documents were about certain things, but the fact is, he is the one that opened the door by saying, "I had no idea they were there." Well, somebody obviously did. So right. if it wasn't you and it wasn't Jill, who was it? Right. Who else was involved in the Penn Biden Center? Oh, Hunter. Who else? Who rented your house for a significant period of time while those top secret documents were there? Oh. Hunter, that doesn't go away. Nope. And at that point, you're combining in people's minds the influence peddling to these top secret documents. Right. If that's connected, all hell will break loose if it hasn't already. My gosh. Uh, I don't know how you. I don't know how you. Politically, I don't think there is getting ahead of something like this on this scale. And then just to. well, continue or come to an end of this discussion for now because we got a bunch of other stuff to bring up. The New York Post editorial over the mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. The available evidence now suggests Biden was carting off government secrets at least since he was 68 years old. To us, that looks more like incredibly reckless. By the way, we also still don't know why Biden sent lawyers to go through his old office late last year. The move that produced the initial discovery. Did he perhaps have some memory that maybe something was there that shouldn't be? At the minimum, the FBI plainly needs to go through all his old offices and all of his homes, as well as the hundreds of boxes 
he has stored at the University of Delaware. Plus, we guess anywhere he has vacationed since 2008, given his inadvertent mishandling track record. And the Justice Department should issue a public, or excuse me, issue a public policy on how it's supposed to handle all these discoveries before another one pops up probably including a public admission that it utterly bungled Hillary Clinton's insecure storing of secrets and destruction of potential evidence during her email mess. Mm. What a clown show this is. That's what they wrote. Mm. Well, and and it is. Because either way, these documents were mishandled, mismanaged out of either gross incompetence or for some other nefarious reason. There is no way around that. It's one of those two. There's no way around the fact that Hunter Biden lived in that house. There's no way around that. And so, yeah, the question, early November... Why search the office? How did it all start? And the fact is, if they're not going to talk, and this continues, and there's more, and more of this comes up, I, you know, and your, the special counsel isn't the only thing that's going to change this is the Republicans are going to be investigating it, so it's going to be part of the public again, and it's something that the media is interested in and the media is pounding on him when msnbc is asking those tough questions yeah yeah right and we we played three or four msnbc cuts over the weekend mm-hmm. when they're playing it nobody has anywhere to go you no, know and if you no. continue to say well joe biden didn't know he had no idea they were there well the next question is then who did right had to be a member of his family what somebody me- moved the documents yeah, m- what member of his family was involved oh i did you see more Another, I was looking at, uh, oh, I forgot where I saw it. Uh, um, oh, yeah, the, the other email that uh, uh, that uh, came out over the weekend that, uh, you know, where Joe, Bi- you know, Joe Biden never discussed his son's business ventures. And it's, dear Jim and Hunter, I confirm that your uh, contact for Chenier Gas Sales is uh, Chad Whiteside, located in the Houston office, his email I confirm I've requested him to be available for a call from Joe Biden and Hunter Biden on Monday morning to discuss the purchase of 5 million tons of gas. And just it was somebody put, you know, that's a guy, I think it's a Republican who does some stuff for Politico, I guess. Mm-hmm. He said in which a phone call was arranged between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Chinese energy executives to discuss selling millions of metric tons of liquid natural gas to China. Didn't Joe Biden say he never discussed his son's business ventures? That's the problem. We know Biden will lie. Yeah, we know yeah, when things get yeah. hot. Right, Biden will lie when everybody knows he's lying. Right, and everybody knows that he lied about not knowing about his son's business dealings. And the question is why. So if he lied there, is he lying now? That's another legit question. Oh yeah, Absolutely. since he's a pathological liar, is he lying uh, about not knowing about the top secret documents? And then if he true, if he's telling the truth. That he had no has no idea why they're there, and he is not does not have cognitive or memory problems, as we're being told he doesn't. Right, right. There is no problem with Joe Biden, according to the administration. 
He right. is perfectly healthy. Right. His mind is fine. Right. So if that's what they're going with, and he has no recollection recollection of any of these top secret documents ever that are clearly in marked folders that show that they're classified or they're taken out of the folder mm. and strewn around his house. Mm-hmm. Well, then who is the other person that might have an interest in those top secret documents? Jill? Hunter? That means somebody else in his family, if they're in his home, had to be looking and has something to do with those top secret documents. Right. That's why he they just keep digging a bigger hole and a bigger hole and a bigger hole just keeps getting bigger. Well, again, it also makes me curious about what they're telling their staff internally. How much they're sharing with the staff. With Ron Klain leaving... One of the tells may be if if uh, Jean-Pierre leaves. Because there would be no way around that if, if you're lying to the mouthpiece. Because there's a, there is a way to get away with your lies and also not tell the truth to Jean-Pierre. You give her one standard statement for the entire thing. And we've talked about this since the beginning, but the president couldn't help himself, and he mentioned his lawyers. Well, you, but you ha- you can legitimately ask that. Did they set her up? Right. Because why not from the very beginning? Why didn't Ron claim from the very beginning, here's how you answer this, we can't answer it. This is a very short statement. You repeat this, and it is the only thing right. you say. But the problem is... The president isn't doing that. I still believe he wasn't supposed to mention the day he came out and mentioned his lawyers. And then he repeated it later. I'm doing everything my lawyers tell me to do. You weren't supposed to mention your, your lawyers. You did that last We're following yeah. the process. And because we, because we respect the process, we will not be taking questions. End of story. Right. That's the only thing you say about it. And she's been asked the question. Yep. Are you misinforming us? Or are you not being told what's going on? That's it. Right. She was asked that question last week. Somebody's lying. Yeah. And it's clear again, today, that has to be the first, one of the first questions. I'll put a dollar on that bet. Okay, we'll do this again. You said the search was complete. That clearly was not the case. So either they were lying or you're lying. Who's lying? Because somebody is lying here. 866-90-RED-EYE. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. We go to Wayne in Pennsylvania. Wayne, welcome. You're on Red Eye Radio. Welcome to the show. 
Oh, good morning. Thank you very much. I really enjoy your show, gentlemen. Um, I, I just have a question or comment concerning what I call document gate here. Um, why in the world aren't the Republicans out demanding Biden resign and step down? I mean, if the shoe were on the other foot, if this were a Republican president, you can bet the Democrats to a person would be out there demanding the Republican president step down based on this. And I mean, the fact that Republicans aren't doing this is really annoying and greatly disappointing and probably why people are getting fed up with Republicans. They don't have the guts to do what the Democrats would do. Just, you know, just a comment. I mean, well, enough here's, is enough of here's what I'd say. There's sometimes where you don't have to do anything. When somebody is committing political suicide on their own, sometimes it's best to just step back and can and and you know not just call for the resignation, but as this continues and the damage gets further, you have the Republicans having more witnesses. Just calling for the resignation is one thing, but actually bringing in the witnesses, uh, examining the evidence as the Republicans are going to do. Over the next two years of what Joe Biden has left. Uh, and again, I don't know which, you know, I, I don't know which, which, whether you're right or whether me throwing out this, this idea would be right. Your whole point is to limit the dam or to increase the damage to your political enemy. And by letting right. this thing just go by itself right now, when somebody's committing political suicide and then legitimately with, the evidence that you were able to bring in with the different committees and pound on that over the next year might be much more of an effective political policy than just all the Republicans right now screaming for his resignation. The public is learning more about these documents and the mishandling of these documents than any work done by any single investigator along the way, if you think about it, which means it's coming from Joe Biden. Joe Biden is spilling out more information as we go along through this. And so I would say you let this thing play out because we don't know how big this is going to be. It could be where at the end of it, it's so big that he, you know, there's, there's no choice, but I suspect that the, the play here is, and it would be my play. We're not done yet. You're going to have to let this, the entire levy break and all of this spill out so we can learn everything along the way. Because, you know, uh, we've talked about John Durham and other uh, special prosecutors and special investigations. But in terms of learning anything, we've learned more from Joe Biden himself than anybody at the Justice Department or anywhere else on this. And that's because Joe Biden, of course, was going to botch this as he does everything. And the other thing is, you've got the media. You got. The, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. Go first. I'm sorry. I, I would just say I, I would agree with you if you had a normal media, but we don't. And our media in this country has gone from bias to corrupt, quite frankly. And it's what they don't report, which is really what's the fake news. And there's a lot of stuff they don't report because of the agendas they have. So my position is start setting the stage now. Start laying a basis for him stepping down and resigning. Now, I realize that leaves us with chuckles. But, I mean, you've got to start doing something now because you're not going to get normal reporting from the mainstream media. And it's so frustrating to watch these press conferences with Jean-Pierre 
where I I don't understand why these reporters don't get up and walk out. That's, well, that's what drives yeah, me nuts. Yeah, we, they, they don't they yeah. don't ask good questions and then they don't get up and walk out when she won't answer. I, I agree. I look. I, I we agree with you on that completely. And the press has just come around now uh, to for whatever reason we believe that because this scandal is so bad that they didn't get the spin from the administration they wanted, so they turned against her. But understand that it doesn't matter what the topic is. The public still knows it, whether the mainstream media carries it or not. People get their news from the Internet. Very small amount of people get their news from the New York Times, Washington Post, or the the four television networks uh, uh, out there. Everybody knows what's going on. Uh, a week ago, the polls were showing that Americans knew that this was serious with uh, with Biden. There's no way to spin it. You really can spin it. So, again, I don't know. I mean, there, yours is a strategy. Thanks, Wayne. It could work. The strategy we just threw out also could work. Or yeah. a combination of both could work. Yeah, could be. You call for the resignation as you continue the investigation. The IRS, the world's most aggressive collection agency. They can seize your property, bank account, and garnish your wages. They cause sleepless nights for millions of Americans. Don't be one of them. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, get protected today. Call 800-312-9970. Consider yourself canceled if you don't listen nightly. Red Eye Radio. And he is Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 uh, Red Eye. I think uh, one of the Republican representatives filed articles of impeachment last week, I believe, yeah. on Biden, or it was the week before. And that was, you know, on the border. You know, you can have Republicans saying you should resign, you should resign, you should resign. But it ends right there unless you're willing to impeach. Biden's not going to resign. No. So do you say resign and get the media to, since you know where the media is going to go, oh, well, we need to get to the bottom of this before we start saying he should resign. Hmm. Or do you just let it, when when the ship is sinking, do you let the ship sink? Right. That's the debate, I'm sure, going on. I don't believe Republicans or the leadership of the Republican uh, party in Congress has any intention of impeaching this president. No, you cannot remove him from office. That's not going to happen. Right. So do you waste when you do, do you waste your political time on screaming, resign every single day? Or do you just let the ship sink on its own, continue your investigations, bring up witnesses Make it so any testimony, look, because the stuff you've got on Biden, you know, with the influence peddling is huge. Yeah. Most of America doesn't even know what exists in the laptop. Just that evidence alone will shock a significant portion of Americans. Do you sit there and give their, you know, you're, he, he's not, here's the thing. You scream resignation, nothing's going to happen. And there are already 
Republicans stating, well, we believe he should be impeached. He should be out of office, that he's not qualified. Well, where do you go from that? Where should you use your resources and your time to scream he should resign, to impeach, or just keep building up the evidence on a president whose numbers are horrible and new numbers came out on where he stands on all the different issues out there and they're horrible? Mm -hmm. Or do you let a weakened president continue and attempt to run for president again as all the news over the next year with number one, it looks like with the bad economic numbers we're getting, uh, the possibility of a recession now is greater, and you have all those things against a weakened president and a weakened Democratic Party. Well, that's the last thing that you just said is key. At some point, Joe Biden, one way or the other, will no longer be president. Is that your goal, for Joe Biden to not be president? Well, that's going to play out one way or the other with time or do you want damage real damage because the truth comes out out. done not just to joe biden but to his entire party that that propped him up in the 2020 election you keep him in the basement you promote him he's the guy he's the guy and then of course after the midterms you know, it was just a couple of months ago. Oh, no, he's the guy. He's the guy. And then evidence showing in recent weeks that he plans to run for re-election. It's like when Clyburn came out last week and said, basically warned, nobody else better run against him. Right. It's like, dude, you need to sit down. You you have no sense of timing at all. It's it's horrible. <laughs> it's like and, no sense of timing. But but the, but there's the thing: is that does the party continue to back away from this and say, "Oh, well, no, that's on him. We didn't know. We weren't aware," and let him take the fall naturally? It's going to hurt the party. Is already hurting the party one way or the other. And the question is, to what extent? Well, there will be all of this. The truth will come out. There is no stopping this because Joe Biden, it's almost as if he wants it all out there. He's exposing more than any investigation so far. He's exposing more than any recent political investigation has has exposed on anything. I mean, it was the New York Times that said he's frightened that you can see that that the panic is is setting in. Yeah, and there is that uh, old cliche that you know if they're committing political suicide, if the ship is going down, let it go down. Let it you go don't, down. You don't don't aid it. You can still say you know what he did was wrong, but if let's put it this way, hypothetically, if let's say he he did resign right now. Hmm then really the Republicans doing an investigation on him while he wasn't president anymore isn't going to have the same oomph. In fact, it's like, well, he's not president. Why are you investigating him again? That's what the media would say. As long as he's president, you can investigate him. You can bring the witnesses. You can present the evidence. Every single day, you can have Joe Biden in the news as he is right now. And none of it's good. And right now, the media is turned against him. Right. Because there is no defending him. His own people can't do that. 
His own personal lawyers couldn't stop the DOJ from going in. I mean, this whole thing is botched. It's botched only the way that Joe Biden can botch it. So you let it play out. Because honestly, we are going to, I'm convinced we're going to learn a lot more. And we're going to learn it because it's Joe Biden. Not because any uh, Republican takes the lead. uh, A committee led by Republicans takes the lead. It's going to naturally fall out because Joe Biden. And you let that happen. And then if they're, well, you, you know, think, whatever is you, actionable but, beyond but that you, an investigation but you, is but, going to be there by the Republicans, that's right. going to happen. But right now, you let this whole thing, well, flow. Everything that has come out. You know, let's com- let's compare. Uh, let's compare the scandals that even weren't scandals that existed out there. You know, Trump colluded with the Russians to hack the election. As we know, that was created by Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton financed and created that lie. There was no evidence whatsoever. And for as bad as Trump could be at times in his response, think about the Biden family. Everything that we know right now about Biden, everything that we know, the laptop, everything else, is because of the idiocy of that family. Right. They've been their worst enemies. You know, Biden, by having all these top secret, the the thing that Trump did is something that has happened many times before, which is you take stuff, you hurry out of the White House, and there's this back and forth as to what to do, what to do, what to do. But that was pretty cut and dry. Right. They told him, lock stuff up. All right, we locked it up. Secret Service is watching it. Okay, fine. I mean, that was there. This is about... We don't know how far back this goes, how many decades this goes as a serial top secret document hoarder, as as it was referred to yeah. yesterday by one of the Republicans that has gone on. I mean, this was created by Biden. Yeah. Or somebody in Biden's family. The laptop, the gun. Remember the mm-hmm. gun that all is created by the Biden family's complete incompetence of even being able to cover their own tracks on anything. Right. Complete sloppiness. Right. I mean, it's really a rare thing when you get everything that has been presented so far and the Republicans haven't even started their investigation yet. A witness hasn't, no witnesses have been been called. No evidence has been presented as of this particular point. And already it's a complete cluster I and mean, the American public knows it. The American public, if you see where they stand on the, the top secret materials, you understand. Right. And I guess if Republicans say this is worth resigning, maybe it doesn't harm to do it. If you don't go any further, you just, you're in unison. This is the kind of thing where a president should resign. If you sure. want to say that, sure. might not do any. He's not going to resign. And you're not going to, unless we find out. The only thing where this would turn majorly Unless we found out that the top secret documents were used in his business associations somehow with the Chinese. Watch everybody turn on him. That that would that would get impeachment and removal from office. 
Oh, you'd have both parties yeah. wanting yeah. because the Democrats would be scrambling you need to, get to away separate yeah. themselves yes. from this president. Right. And the only way you're going to do that, especially in the Senate, which at that point, if it were inevitable, mm-hmm. it would be a Nixon mm-hmm. thing. If it were inevitable, he'd he'd go. He'd leave. Yeah, he would leave at that point, yeah. probably before he yeah. got kicked out of office. Yep. It would be, be just like Nixon played out. Right. It's You see <clears throat> the writing on the wall, and it's you, time you to go. Get out. Yeah. and But it was last week where the one, uh, I forgot who the congressman was, who filed articles of impeachment. It was basically that Biden is, because of the border policies and yeah. everything right. else, putting our national security in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. That he is willfully breaking the law. Right. And therefore, he should be impeached. And that was talked about by Republicans last year. Now that they have power in the House, mm. I think that the thought process may be, my God, this guy's committing political suicide on his own. Let's just sit back and watch this. Right, right. And this will help us take, if as long as he's damaged like this, this will help us take, you know, increase the numbers in the House, increase the numbers in the Senate, and get the executive branch in 24. Mm-hmm. They're political animals, so they think politically. Right. And they'll sit there and say, what happened the last time we, uh, you know, uh, it, we as Republicans impeached a president? Right. They got more popular. And even if the party, uh, his party, the Democrats, try and separate themselves, you know, at some point along the way from him, the damage is done because the uh, you erode the trust now, does it mean that they'll put their people will put their trust instead in Republicans? I can't tell you that. I I I don't have I don't completely have confidence in Republicans. Depending on who it is you're talking about in the White House and how the race in the uh, Senate would go, or races in the Senate would go in in 24 and everything else. But you know, maybe it we, would be the forward party. <laughs> Andrew Yang. Hey, remember me? Uh, it would, you know, look at the, but, but I mean, if you look at the timeline, things are moving very quickly here. We're looking at the end of, as you mentioned, we're just a couple of weeks away from the State of the Union. You know, we're getting, and as we get into the summer, announcement season for 24 is in full swing. Wow. And, and the other thing is, too, what they they I'll tell you right now the Republicans are looking at this and we'll talk about this coming up far in the top of the hour. Mm. They're looking at this saying, okay, he's committing political suicide. We need to make sure we line out our strategy for the uh, the uh, the debt ceiling. Mm. Yeah, because right. that's going to take over the narrative. Even if this continues, this will take over the narrative because you're talking about a possible government shutdown, and that will lead in the news. Right. Right. So they're the Republicans probably are saying, "Look, let this just go. We've got our committees, but he's committing he's committing political suicide each and every day. This thing's right. blowing up in his face. We've got our committee people. We've got our point people out there doing it. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure we get our strategy down for what we're going to do and sell to the American public to see if we can get some some uh, some budget cuts here without losing momentum for 2024. Mm-hmm. And right. they're they're walking a tightrope there." They're right on the. They're right on the issue. It's just how you sell it. It's how you. It's how and you what sell you can it. Get and what you can get, especially with the mindset of the American public, right? Which says we hate debt. 
Debt is wrong. We can't have it. Oh, you can't cut any of my programs, though. Right. You need to continue the debt without the inflation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 866-90-RED-EYE. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Coming up following the top of uh, the hour, Chuck Schumer and Adam Schiff and many other liberals uh, blamed the shooting uh, yesterday in California on bigotry before the facts came out mm. and racism. Mm-hmm. We'll get to uh, that perfect uh, liberal circular firing squad update coming up. The D.C. mayor upset uh, and uh, telling Joe Biden that your telecommuting employees are killing my city. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, and, and Robert Reich mm. was mocked for mm. blaming egg prices on corporate greed. They asked some asked the question to him, why weren't they greedy last year? Right. Why are they only greedy this year? And remember, Robert Reich is the one who stated that a healthcare system that he would promote to the American public because he's an honest person mm-hmm. is that old people have to die. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember that one from yes. 2007. We played right. that audio cut yes. a couple of weeks ago. That and more coming up. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Hey, that's part one of our show. Don't miss the rest. Click part two on our website, redeyeradioshow.com, or Red Eye Radio phone app to hear the rest of the show. And thanks for listening to Red Eye Radio. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? You pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.